These days, publishers for most well-known novelists hire voice actors to read their works. But that wasn't the case with our greatest novelist. For the most part, she chose to go into a recording booth and read her own novels. You're listening to Remarkable Receptions, a podcast about popular and critical responses to African-American novels and more. The boys chased off by the dead one, and her memory of Bugler was fading fast. Howard, at least, had a head shape nobody could forget. As for the rest, she worked hard to remember as close to nothing as was safe. Unfortunately, her brain was devious. That's Toni Morrison reading from her critically acclaimed and award-winning novel, Beloved. As an editor, novelist, nonfiction writer, professor, and children's book writer, Morrison took on and excelled in many roles. And she also wanted to make sure the sounds of her characters in her mind were the sounds presented to the world. So she also assumed the role of audiobook voice actor. Here she is reading from her novel, Song of Solomon. The North Carolina Mutual Life Insurance Agent promised to fly from Mercy to the other side of Lake Superior at 3 o'clock. Two days before the event was to take place, he tacked a note on the door of his little yellow house saying, At 3 o'clock p.m. on Wednesday the 18th of February 1931, I will take off from mercy and fly away on my own wings. Please forgive me. I loved you all. Signed, Robert Smith, insurance agent. Most publishers hire voice actors to read the books of novelists, and that was initially the case with Morrison. Actresses Lynn Thigpen and Alfre Woodard produced recordings of Morrison's novels. However, when Morrison listened closely, she realized that the emphases on some words and dialogue were not where she had heard them in her mind while composing the novels. So she decided that she would record her novels herself so that they could sound exactly how she imagined. Three women are leaning out of two windows. They see the long, clean neck of a new young boy and call to him. He goes to where they are. Inside, it's dark and warm. They give him lemonade in a mason jar. As he drinks, their eyes float up to him through the bottoms of the jar, through the slick, sweet water. They give him back his manhood, which he takes aimlessly. That's Morrison reading from her first novel, The Bluest Eye. In at least one interview, Morrison observed that some people said hearing the audio production of The Bluest Eye made it easier for them to understand the novel. Apparently, the audio recording affected how they comprehended the narrative. Although Morrison preferred reading the English editions of her novels, her publishers employed international voice actors to read translations of the books. Morrison commented favorably on a reading of her novel, Home, performed by French actress Anna Muglalis. Morrison felt that both she and Muglalis have low voices, which listeners may have found appealing. Here's Muglalis reading from Morrison's Home. Les mères sont censées vous donner la fessée et vous commander pour que vous grandissiez en sachant distinguer le bien du mal. Les grands-mères, même quand elles ont été dures avec leurs propres enfants, sont indulgentes et généreuses envers leurs petits-enfants, pas vrai 
Someday, perhaps, when a U.S. publisher reissues audiobooks of Morrison's novels, they might hire Robin Miles to read Beloved or Dion Graham to read Song of Solomon. In other words, we might get a chance to hear our most talented voice actors read the works of our most talented novelists. In the meantime, we have the opportunity to continue listening to Morrison give her readings. I hate to say it, but from the very beginning, in the maternity ward, the baby Lula Ann embarrassed me. Her birth skin was pale, like all babies, even African ones, but it changed fast. I thought I was going crazy when she turned blue-black right before my eyes. I know I went crazy for a minute because once, just for a few seconds, I held a blanket over her face and pressed. But I couldn't do that, no matter how much I wish she hadn't been born with that terrible color. This episode was written by Howard Ramsey. The episode was edited by Elizabeth Calley. Remarkable Receptions is part of the Black Literature Network, a joint project from African American Literary Studies at Southern Illinois University Edwardsville and the History of Black Writing at the University of Kansas. The project was made possible by the generous support of the Mellon Foundation. For more information, visit blacklitnetwork.org.